Hello and welcome to No Applause, Just the Clap. I like how you had to think about the name for a second. I'm Yeah. Well, I have to do so many intros. Uh, I'm Doug, with me is Deb, and I don't like fat things. Wow. You're going to out me on something and you just outed you on something. If I had a shirt that said no fat chicks, you'd have a shirt that says America's Next Top Model. There you go. That's much better. Oh man, I'm going to totally buy you that shirt. I don't <laughs> think that is a shirt. It, I'm sure, on Etsy. So, to dive right in, I'm not breaking up with The Flash. No. Uh, well, and we're going to have kind of a, a weird dichotomous conversation about this. Um, let's start with the 20, uh, 2014. Yes. So, we're two episodes into The Flash on the CW. Uh-huh. I actually did enjoy this episode a lot, mostly because of the end. When you have, you know, the kind of the turn on his mentor being like, you know what, I'm a good guy, but I'm really not a good guy. Well, he killed Death, because um, William Sandler was the, uh, William Sandler guest starred, as Simon Stagg, which I'm A, disappointed in that he wasn't in the show longer, because that would have uh, led to Metamorpho, uh, was one of my favorite characters, I mean, but... He can come back around. No, he's, he's fucking dead. He might be a metahuman. That's actually... Well, no. No. <laughs> that would be way out of character. Um, but two, that... Uh, oh, fuck. What was my fucking second point? On um, on Simon Stagg. Death. Oh, yes. Death. That he killed Death. Who he played Death in um, uh, uh, that movie from the 90s. Could you be vaguely more specific? Uh, Keanu Reeves. Uh, Constantine? Nope, nope, nope. I was going to say, because that's going to be in a uh, different episode uh, we're going to talk about. Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Oh, he was death, wasn't he? He was totally death. They gave me a Melvin. I totally had forgotten about and that. And he's the bad guy in Die Hard too. William Sandler is. Doesn't he have diplomatic immunity? No, that's... You're thinking of a uh, lethal weapon. You're right, I was thinking mm-hmm. lethal weapon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like I said, no, I'm not breaking up with The Flash. I was very eh on the first episode. Well, you know, the effects weren't great. And that I, was and actually he, not and, and I, I talked about how they could have made a very simple name change. That they have Mark Martin as opposed to... Um, God, what the fuck is the actual name of the weather wizard? But whatever, like it's it's a different name than the, the than in the comics, and I'm not happy with it. But it's a small enough change that I'm okay. I was a lot more interested. And they did kill him. They killed the Weather Wizard. Yeah. Because I rewatched the he end did. of that. I say you. He did. He did. Like, token black cop shot him. By the way, is it weird that he went from going from a completely straight series like Law and Order? To the Flash, still basically playing the same character. You're talking about Barry Allen or no, Token no. Black Cop? Token Black Cop. Well, I mean, he gets a pep talk from uh, Crippy McCrippleson, so. Oh, honey. Dude, he's not crippled, so it's okay. Um, yeah, that walk. was the big. Well, the, they did two big reveals right at the end. One, he can stand and walk, and two, he's a murderer. Actually, I was going to go with the bigger reveal on that he has a holographic newspaper from the pilot that says, Flash dies in crisis. They are literally setting up... And, uh, you and I have talked about this. Yeah. Marvel has wars. DC, DC has, has crises. Yeah. 
that they're setting up a crisis, which we are going to talk about uh, uh, a Marvel war. Write that down. Um, that we are going to talk about that Marvel is setting up a war. But DC is setting up a crisis. And we'll see how far it goes in their weird television universe, which we will talk about, I'm sure. Um, that only, at this point, Arrow and Flash are part of? Okay, so, speaking of Arrow Gotham's and Flash... Because Gotham's on its own. Yeah, Gotham's completely on its own. And speaking Teen Titans will probably be on its own. Marvel, I was going to say, speaking of Arrow and Flash, I have one bitch about the second episode, which is another issue I had in Arrow... Where when the character comes back from basically the dead, the people close to them almost immediately get sand in their vagina that they're not sharing every with the, everything with them right away. Like, Iris gets super pissed super quick because she thinks Barry's hiding things from her. I'm sorry, in, yes. a, in a two-day period, you're going to get that peeved about somebody that was in a coma for nine months? Fuck you. It was the same thing with Thea getting super mad at Ollie. He was on a freaking island for five fucking years. Wasn't on the island. You know what I we'll mean. We'll talk about like, that later. Like I said, but her understanding <laughs> of him on the island. Yes. For five fucking years. That he was gone. He was gone for five years. Get the sand out of your vagina and let like, him deal get, with this give shit. Give the guy a break. Like, no, that was exactly... He was gone for five years. He was on a coma for, what was it, nine, nine months. months. Wow, that's weird. That's the exact rate of birth. Yeah, no, mm. that actually made me laugh pretty hard mm. the first time. But mm. I'm just saying, cut the guy a fucking break. I think that the female By the way, do we realize that the doctor who's mentoring the Flash... Is the dipshit brother from Scrubs? Yes, and he also had a couple other series. Tom Cavanaugh? Yeah. yeah. I've always liked him. He always plays these kind of goofball, lovable characters. And he actually plays... I mean, even though he stabs... Sorry, spoilers. And we'll all write this at the beginning of the episode. Even though he stabs Simon Snag, effectively what I think, eliminating um, yeah. Morpho. it was amazing because he goes... We have to keep the Flash well, safe. he's the Flash. Fuck. No, he, he's the Flash, or at least he will be. Yeah, he actually says, like, his name will be the Flash. He's the Flash, or at least it will be. And then, knife into the guts. But like I said, he's still a very sympathetic character. You and I, now we have we have kind of a red herring on this show, on on Flash. Um, you Why's don't know the comics. Huh? Why's it gotta be red, Doug? Sorry, go ahead. Anyways. I'm a reddist. Um, no. Um, red power. Red power. No. Um, that we have a red herring. That we have two different characters who could be the quote-unquote like man in the old lightning, the reverse flash. Yeah. Right? Okay. You have well, Eddie, Eddie Thawne, yeah. who Dude. is kind of a modern take on Airborne Thawne. Okay. I... The, 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 the reverse flash from the 21st century... Or you have the guy in the wheelchair who could be Hunter Solomon, who ends up becoming Professor Zoom, another Professor Zoom. So you really do have like one or the other where you're like, which one is going to? And they haven't gotten into uh, Thon's background at all. Like I said, no, they haven't built him at all. Basically, at this point, he just comes off as pretty boy douche. Uh, well, he's not, making out with Iris. Like I said, I get that you're not. Good supposed, on him. Like I said, I get that you're not supposed to like him, but give me something to like about him. Actually, give me something to hate about him. He just seems lovable. Really? He comes left like an ass bag to me. An ass bag? Ass bag. A bag. Yeah, comes off like a giant A bag. Okay. He comes off like a colostomy bag. Um, no, that would be a shit bag. It, well, the, you connect it to your ass, I assume. I've never no, had actually. one. No, actually. 
Is it like a human centipede with a Ziploc bag? It's a little bit more complicated okay. than that. I believe you don't know this. Well, I guess that my sister-in-law is a nurse, so I do know a little bit more. Anyways, so would we like to talk about Arrow now? Or did you want No, to- I want to talk about The Flash a bit more. Okay. Um, I've been watching the 1990 Flash, and I never finished the that conversation. That super painful, by the way. Sounds like an STD. Um, 1990s Flash? Oh, you're right. That does sound mm-hmm. burning. Sounds super burning. So, I've been watching the 1990 Flash with John Wesley Shipp, who plays uh, Barry Allen's father, uh, Henry Allen, mm-hmm. in in, um, in the year 2014 Flash. I've been watching it. I'm almost, I think I'm two-thirds through this series. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very much... a a reaction to Tim Burton's 89 Batman. Yeah, that doesn't um, hold up well. Well, the thing is that... Uh, Danny Elfman did the music. Yay! Um, I'm never gonna you have to wait literally 12 episodes out of 22 to see a supervillain, which is Mark Hamill's The Trickster, which I love. Also awesome. Yeah. Okay, so you're telling me the series had a lot going for it. But... It, and I will tell you right now that... Did you watch Flash episode number two? Course. You know that part where he does the like high speed um, dissolution when oh, yeah, the, when, uh, the centrifuge is when the centrifuge is broken. So he does the, the vibration. That's in the nineteen nineties Flash. Like they took that from it. I love that. Like there there are nods to the nineteen ninety Flash. I there are. I know we're only two episodes in. And and Amanda Pays, who plays Christina McGee from Star Labs in the nineteen ninety mm-hmm. version. Will actually play Christina McGee in the 2014 version. Okay. They I, cast it. She's going to be in it as Christina McGee. I love it. I do like that they have canon. It, yeah, okay. Let's, yeah. Him and Haw over that, but yeah, it's well, true. you know what I mean. How long are we going to have to wait for his dad to get out of jail? Um, probably second season, because you have to have the big reveal on... Reverse Flash on the first season, right? I mean, he at least has to realize who is the Reverse Flash on the on the first well, season, I mean, right? All I think you need is reasonable doubt to get him out of jail. And there's enough crazy shit going on. I think there could be enough reasonable doubt to overturn his. Condition. No, because at the time there were there were no metahumans. Yeah, but therefore it falls on the dad. Yeah, but it, it sucks. I mean, given she was electrocuted by, what, high-speed lightning, I guess? Like, I don't... By the or way, maybe he I ran really, into a tornado really and sucked all the oxygen out of her. I saying the man and the lightning, because I'm already sick of that phrase. But, like, wh- like what is the like, reverse flash? the number like, two phrase I never want to hear from him again. Number one phrase, it's better to have a good heart than strong legs. No. Fast legs, excuse me. Yeah, thank God that's over with. Number one quote that I never want to hear again. Number two quote I never want to hear again, man and the lightning. Well, but... How did the reverse flash actually kill her? We don't know. Did he electrocute her through, I don't know, kinetic energy? Or did he create a tornado to suck the air out of her lungs? We don't know. But at the time, which you imagine is, what, at least 15 years ago, there were no metahumans. So... But still, like I said, how long is it going to take to get a stand out of jail? All I know is that I really actually like that uh, Gary Gustin is more of a runner's body than the... I do like muscular, the muscular build of Ollie. of no, actually of 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 John Wesley Shipp. 
in the in the nineties. Well, I guess I know. I mean, given like you had strong. Well, but you know, in the in the in the nineteen ninety flash, like you had like it's gonna be, you know, the 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 ab cut, the the pectoral muscles, like it's gonna have. Um, there's that scene in um, in Tim Burton's Batman where they uh, they they shoot Batman to go some kind of body armor, and it's molded. Right? You're right, it is very... Like, but you know, like, it, it's going to be that kind of lean but muscular look, which John Wesley Shipp did have in The Flash in the 1990s, but in 2014, you do have a runner's body it's with with Gary Gostin. Like I said, no, he, he has the runner's body, and the, the you, lightning you, gave me abs still cracks me up. Still Lightning fucking, gave me abs? Like I said, still fucking cracks me up every time that he says that. Because even when he makes he his appearances... He only says it in the pilot. No, but I mean... Even I mean, we're only two episodes in, but yeah. But I mean, even when he's on Arrow, the way they dress him, he doesn't look as ripped and tight. No. He looks he looks nerd skinny. Yeah, absolutely. Which is fine. And then they do the reveal on him on the on the Flash pilot, and you're like, oh, good And this Lord. is something that I wanted Dave here for. I'll be perfectly honest. That I want to talk about real quick. Honestly, um, he was probably free, but I didn't want to do two Daves in a row. It wouldn't have been in a row because we didn't have him last week. You know what I mean? No. We try not to do the same guests. But I would have wanted him here for the fact that but Caitlin. Also, he was never by way, big on the Flash. Huh? He was never big on the Flash. Yeah, but this actually doesn't have a whole lot to do with the Flash, sort of. That Caitlin's boyfriend who died in the. Beyonce? Whatever. It is a very big difference between boyfriend and fiance. Ah, because you're a fucking girl. But, uh... I am. Ronnie. Yes. Ronnie Raymond. Which, I hate the name already. Ends up in the comics becoming Firestorm, the nuclear man. You know what? He might still. Well, they've cast him. They've cast... Ronnie they've Raymond. They've cast Ronnie Raymond. They've cast Martin Stein... Where the fuck is Dave when I need him on this one? But that she thinks he's dead and you might actually see Firestorm. A guy whose head is on fire and can transmutate non-organic material on a, on a molecular level. Well, like I said, I'm not breaking up with the Flash. Oh, God, no. I wish it'd be In fact, I'm going to keep going I wish and date, her old, date uh, the older sister. In the '90s version, which I love, I'm about to get to the 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 Captain Cold episodes, the Trial of the Trickster, uh, David Cassidy's The Mirror Master. Yeah, let that one sink in. It had so much going for it. Why didn't it go? I mean, was um, it on a bad network? Did it, it have was, a bad time slot? A uh, uh, highly moved around time slot. Oh, that's the plus, problem. Yeah. And absolutely, it's true. Is and I watch it in '90s. It's it's absolutely true is high production value to make him look like he's moving at super speed. It was too expensive and they moved him around too much. Yeah, 25 years ago, that was expensive to speed up film to make him look like he's, I don't know, okay. centrifuging. No, the, I totally get that. Yeah, like it's, I mean, my whole thing with the 90s thing, and I wanted to bring this up, is that everyone drives 50s cars except for the cops who drive like 80s Crown Victorias where I'm like, like, wait, like, cell phones are a weird anomaly in this show, yet they all have fax machines. Like, the the, the timing, uh, 
the time uh, structure and it is very fluid in the same way that Archer, Archer is. That's exactly what I was going to reference. Yeah. Archer, everything's very 1970s except for their fucking cell phones except and for, texting. E- except for the 2000s. Like, it's, and that's very true in the 1990 Flash. It's my only issue with it is like, they're driving 80s Crown Victorias, but hey, cell phones are flip phones and giant. And I, rare. I do have a complaint about 2014 Flash. I'd like Barry to be more quippy. I'll get there. Okay. Let's, that's oh, and by the way, uh, the villain he fights on the second episode, Multiplex? <laughs> you mean, what is it, like, it's like Clone Man is the first name uh-huh. he comes up with? And also, he'll, end up, he'll end up becoming Vibe, don't worry about it. Yeah, you realize what the second name he came up with was, don't you? The Replicator. No, it, it made me laugh that he thought that was the cooler name. Um, and is, hold on, Multiplex is, wait for it, a firestorm villain. Is it? Yeah. Huh. They're building. They're building weird. And I, we talked about this off air. Well, they've done that. that I'm, Arrow, I'm really happy with do, Flash because. Weird, I was gonna say, but they do that with Arrow too, though. They do. the the build this now, build this later, put this well, piece of information uh, now. We can use this as a, a segue to uh, to Arrow, but the Arrow has like ground level villains. You have Bronze Tiger. You have Deadshot. Harley Quinn. Um, they have done absolutely nothing with her than one phenomenal well, line you of can't, dialogue. But you can't. Legally, you can't. I'm a psychiatrist. I love it. Like I said, you cuties need some counseling? I'm a licensed psychiatrist. I'm oh, sorry, licensed therapist. Hold on. Let me, let, me, let me sidebar this real quick. That um, Harley Quinn Smith ends up on the new season of um, Comic Book Guys. And Kevin Smith keeps calling her man. Or dude. That's awesome. I just love it. Anyway. Because that's how I talk to my daughter. I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? So Arrow. Hold on. That Arrow has these ground-based, ground-level-based villains. These grassroots villains. Yeah. Um, even even, even, has... even with um, Deathstroke, who has this ceremony through him that makes him tactically intelligent and gives him a healing factor, it's Miraku. Like, they made it ground level. But, I mean, he also has kind of villains like the Dollmaker and the Clock King. Oh, played by the weird Irish guy from Hero Season 4. But, yes, um, my point is that... Oh, and by the way, Brian Cranston is totally in the 1990s Flash. <gasps> yeah. It had so much going for it. Totally. Totally. And it had the girl from uh, Just One of the Guys. Yeah. That chick. Dude, I really, I really to. want to bang her. But anyway, where maybe you, not now. Where are you watching this? Is it is it on Netflix? Is it on Hulu? Do I need to just go grab it? I grab should it. Go okay. Grab it. Fine. Grab I'll it. just go grab it. Uh, I just didn't know if it was on a platform that I had on my phone. No, so I could the 1990s Flash? Yeah. No, and Brian Cranston ends up showing up really late. I, he's on like episode like 14 out of 21 or 22. Okay, we really need to move on. So, hold on. So, Arrow has these like, ground-based villains... What I love about Flash is that they've established that, like, dark matter, whatever, particle energy, you're going to have actual super villains. Yeah. We talked about this off air. They, they did that right immediately. With the right Weather Wizard. You have the Weather Wizard, you have Multiplex. Like, I don't have to wait for Mirror Master to be a Master of Holograms, played by David Cassidy. Bullshit. 
Like, Mirror Master will actually have, like, a weird mirror gun and have the whole, like, in case of flash break glass. Like, you'll see the rogues pop up so much sooner. So um, we've already it, talked for a third of the episode about the Flash. Can we move on? I really like the Flash. So Have you Arrow. seen the hoodie? Which I've had for six years. We didn't talk about that off air, but okay, moving on. So Arrow. Dave and I had a discussion earlier this week about how it seems like they're really trying to pare down the core group of Arrow. Like I mean, As they as they should, I think. No, that's fine. And I, I see it as a good season opener, but I mean, Diggle's basically out of commission other than intelligence. They've killed off freaking Sarah. They've killed off Black Canary. Well, let me well, rephrase that. They killed the Sarah. I don't think they killed Black Canary. No, she I... essentially, at the end of the last season, kind of passed the torch to Laurel, which is hilarious. And you see that at the end of the second episode, where she lifts up the the dolphin, um, dolphin, dolphin stuffed animal. You owe me three stitches. Like I said, the sexual harassment puppet. puppet. Sorry, go ahead. Plus the... Yeah. Plus the the jacket, and you can see, once again, I called it on the first season where I was like, Laura Lance becomes Black Canary. I don't care how, I do now, but I mean, she will become Black Canary. So, guaranteed. Two things about I'm calling the right death now. of Sarah. One, well shot, fucking brutal as fuck. Who do you think killed her? Okay, oh, hold on. I don't Go have ahead. a strong opinion yet. Uh, I, I think I got one, but okay. Like I said, the three arrows to the chest, and the, her falling and winging her head on the dumpster. Did you see all the blood on the... Air, all of the... Oh, my God. Like, it, was, it was a brutal death. But that's what it needed to be, because... Absolutely. Because you had to shock the... Yeah. If it wasn't, everybody's going to be like, oh, no, she's not dead yet. She'll come back. No. You needed that graphic death for her. You needed In to a be that season premiere. And, yeah. You needed it to be that shocking and brutal, and you needed Laurel to be there, losing her mind. Who do you think killed her? I don't have a strong opinion yet. Thea. That wouldn't shock me in the slightest. And I do like that You've they... seen that in the second episode, that she's in... Uh, she's not in Nanda Parbat. She's in, like, Monte Carlo or wherever Iron Man fought Whiplash. Um, <laughs> I think that was Monte Carlo. Yeah, that was. I'm right on all counts. But that, like, yeah. Like, Thea is training under Malcolm Merlin... They've basically turned Malcolm Merlin into the character Merlin from the Green Arrow comics, so I'm really digging it. Which is something you and I had talked about in the first season when they finally did the reveal on the well-dressed man, mm. John Berryman. Yeah. Because yeah. for the first, I don't know, three or four episodes, it might have even been... Well, and you had the, the, the quote-unquote Dark Archer yeah, as well. I'm like, there are only so few that can actually match Green Arrow in, in the DC continuity, and one of them has to be Merlin. Okay, so here's my bitch about Laurel becoming Black Canary. Uh Uh-huh. And it's basically just about the actress that plays her. She's beautiful. She's gorgeous. I don't physically see her being able to become Black Canary. She's a little lean. She's a little lean and she's a little soft. And I, I, I don't mean like she's she's chubby or she's, you know, like out of shape or anything like that. It's just Sarah physically... The second cast of her, I'm still pissed about that, but we're not going to talk about it. Sarah physically was very strong. She had the very lean, strong build. The actress they have playing Laurel, and I've always liked the actress they cast for her. I thought she would be a much better fit for the Katie Holmes character in The Dark Knight. Well, actually, Batman Begins. 
and the Maggie Gyllenhaal in The Dark Knight. Oh, but she just looks stop shooting her from above. But anyway, like I said, she just she looks a little bit lean. I need to see her strong, and nothing they've ever done with her. I mean, mentally strong, brave, courageous. Yes, physically strong. Nothing they've done with her. I'll call it right like now. That. I'll call it right now. Two things. Thea killed Sarah. Black Canary. Sarah. Black Canary. Sarah Lance. Yeah, I guess we actually would have to differentiate that. Yeah, Sarah uh, Lance. Black Canary will go on. Yeah, like I said, Sarah Lance. Sarah Lance, who is not totally a thing in the comics. Um, you will see, I'll call it right now, and I'm, I'm a little happy about it. You will see Laurel on the rack. I want to call see it. I, I will call it on the third was, season. And like I said, that was a very satisfying moment for me when I There's saw There's nowhere else she rack. can go to get out this weird, I can't drink, how do I deal with it? She is going to go to the Arrow Cave. Yeah, I know that's what they called it in the fucking 70s. The Foundry. Or Verdant, or what, which is... It's the Foundry. It's a different word for green. But yeah, she will end up in the Arrow Cave. This actress is going to have to do so much physical training. Good. Which is fine, but I mean, it's it, it's like... She went, through, she went through her emotional journey on the last season with the whole alcoholism thing, which, A, didn't get played up near as much if she's going to overtake it. Like, it didn't... It, it, it seemed so shallow. Actually, I really like that they still have her going to, like, almost two meetings a day. I like that it's not something that happened in the... Well, and she says that on the, on the second episode, she goes, there's a death in the family, a bar is not where I need to be. Like I said, no, I like that they still have her doing meetings and dealing with it, because, you know, it's not like the Robert Downey Jr. fucking PTSD. I talked to a kid in the middle of nowhere, I'm okay... Oh, fuck off. That did not make him okay, and that was awesome. Anyways, like, seriously, she's... You must have won because like, he left. Like I said, it's, it's like Chris Pratt... Like your dad? Yep. Like I said, it's like Chris Pratt as Star-Lord. He's basically going to have to spend so many years now keeping physically in shape. This is what this actress is going to have to do. It's a giant commitment, which, you know what, I hope they back the money truck on up for. Well, I mean, I'm sure they'll pay for her training and stuff. But it's still a big time commitment and a and huge by the way, lifestyle change. By the way, can I just say, once again, on a, on a connected side note, my nephew got a literal green bow with green arrows awesome. as a birthday present. I immediately said, I will pay your dad the cost of that present. To get that for my birthday, and they went, well, they got it from this person who've now, it, it, based on Facebook, we've now established her as family. She got the fam stamp. Okay. Which is a big deal. No, it's a big deal. Um, I, I wrote on Facebook, uh, colon, colon, awkward wave, colon, colon, hello, question mark, where I'm like, hello. You did the awkward wave, yeah. Yeah, where I'm like, hello, magic plane person, hello, because um, I have the reference, I miss D3K. But, um, Back down so we can move on. I want that goddamn green bow and the screen. They have one with Sonic where they like they literally whistle while you shoot them. That's, oh, I did that that's, multiply. That's not a new thing. Nerf has been doing that. I know, but I want the goddamn... Okay, it's like, finally moving the fuck on. Would you like to talk about the walking motherfucking dead? Goddamn right I do. Once again, spoilers. This episode didn't open with a bang, Deb. It opened opened with a whimper? No. Well, kind of. It opened with the penguin whimpering. What? 
Yeah. Robin uh, Lord Taylor, I believe, is the name of the guy playing Penguin in Gotham. We were talking about Walking Dead. I know. I'm getting there. So the guy that plays a Penguin in Gotham, right? Only reason to watch Gotham. Right. Well, and Bullock. They're not, they're not utilizing him like he should. But Basically, he's the guy that, uh, my point is, God damn it, let me get to it. The guy that played the penguin was in Walking Dead. For how long? Um, two and a quarter episodes. One and a quarter episodes. Like I said, he, seems he, was, he was in the episode where Rick let um, Carol go. Where he's like, Carol, you're insane. You burn a bunch of sick bodies. Go away. And they met this hippie couple. And then you... You're kind of left wondering what happened to the hippie couple, except that you find her weird crippled foot, not Carol's, but the hippie couple's. Um, you find her weird crippled foot, and you're kind of left wondering what happened to the guy. Who was played by Penguin. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Robin Lord Taylor. And he seems like he is physically able to do the awkward movements of a zombie, like, spot fucking on. Well, I'll tell you that he never turns into a zombie, Deb. Because you see him in the opening scene in Terminus as they're, A, knocking people out with a baseball bat and then slitting their wrists like cattle to use them as food. Hmm, interesting. It was an eight-episode build-up to Terminus, and then in one episode, they basically kill everyone in Terminus and escape. It's actually beautiful. Um, but the penguin does, he, you, you see him, you see that, that character, Sam is his name in The Walking Dead. You see him in the first, like, scene and you're like, oh yeah, that guy. Baseball bat, knife, done. Um, into a stainless steel trough full of blood. I mean, just, it is, I watched it with a group of people and we all went, oh shit. It's the wide eyes, hand over mouth. It didn't thing. start with a bang. It started with a slit. It started with them baseball knocking out, baseball bat knocking out motherfuckers, slitting their wrists and use them as food, and then they kill Trisha, uh, Trisha, uh, Trisha Yar. Tasha Yar. Tasha Yar. She's fucking go. dead. Um, she dies all the. She's yeah. Like Carol. Sh- Carol. No, Carol. Like, the, Carol. The zombies eat her. Like I said, she's like as Sean well. Bean. She, she just always dies. Well, she shouldn't have tried to seduce a robot. Um, and or Carol. <laughs> Carol's kind of an emotional robot. I'll, I'll give her that. She's kind of the data of Walking Dead. I'll say that. Um, Walking Dead is motherfucking back. And it's starting off with a bang and or a slit. It, it literally... it. I thought it would take kind of a half a season for them to escape Terminus. No. They basically killed everyone in Terminus and escaped it in one episode. So. And Hardwick's back in the money because Talking Dead is back. So, as we were starting to record this episode today, the non-Turner's Eyes loot crate for this month showed up. Speaking of zombies. Exactly. And and Walking Dead. Are we going to be able to stop hiccuping? Yep. So, October's loot crate, the theme was fear. And it was amazing. We've only gotten two of these so far, and we freaking love them. Do, do we need to pause? You can, like, stop with the hiccups? Um, I'm not going to go through everything that was in the box, but we're extremely happy with it, and it's Phrasing. full of awesome and full of win. And we gave Doug a gift. We did. I got a print of uh, Daryl. Well, it's uh, more like Chibi Daryl, but yeah. Chibi Daryl of 
very conflicted about killing Chibi Zombie Merle. Yeah. Hashtag little Merle. <laughs> I you you freaked out when you figured out what it was. I did. It took me a second to realize like what it was a well, the name what, of the what moment what moment it was captured. The name of the print is called Oh Brother. Yeah, exactly. When Daryl has to take out Merle, it's so it, it's it's heartbreaking. And you were you were just floored by the fact that we actually gifted it to you. I really appreciated that. Yeah. No, like it's I would have enjoyed it, but I mean you would enjoy it more. So. Well, out of, both, out of actually, the three of us, I watched The Walking Dead, so. I'll get around to it. It's just, I read the comics, so I'm. Like, I get around. No, the comics are radically different. Like it, they literally are. Like, D- Dale is alive within like said, the first four years of the comic. Like I said, we've had this conversation many times where I love the comics, but Rick, very early on, does the declaration speech where he says, we are the walking dead, not them. It's a rectatorship. It really is a rectatorship. Oh, and by the way, the new term in terms of uh, the, the network, um, I'm not running a rectatorship. The dictatorship, a dictatorship doesn't work. Oh no, a dictatorship doesn't work at all. But a dictocracy definitely works. I'm going to talk about the dictocracy later. Decisions have been made, but I'm not okay with. Really? Really? Yeah. Wow. Wow. So, I'd like to deviate very quickly. Um, I know it's a complete remake of a British series, but I mostly started watching it because of, you know, the tenant. I've been watching Grace Point. I don't know what that is. Really? Yeah. Uh, Fox is airing... It, it's supposed to only be 12 episodes because it's kind of a miniseries. It's a remake, and I don't know if the name's the same, of a British series called Grace Point, which is basically a murder mystery about a child in a very small town. And David Tennant's starring. It's not called Grace Point. It's called... Um... No, it's called Grace Point. I don't know what the British series is called. Because that's what he did after Doctor Who. He's all grizzled. I repeat, it's called Grace Point here, and okay. he's he's American David Tennant, which is funny because every once in a while he does an American slang term. And whoa, I whoa, keep whoa! You mean like David Tennant's gonna be in the American version, being an American? He is in the American version, being an American. They're three episodes in, and he's fantastic. We can watch it after we're done if we have time. No, we don't have time. Well, we might if we hurry this shit up. We still have at least twenty minutes. Anyhow. I actually really like it. Like I said, I probably should re- I should probably watch the original British miniseries. Right. Which I think The Killing might have been based on. Uh, the Killing is Swedish. It's the same type of thing, though. It's the, you know, the death of a child in a small town. The dark, gritty, very insular... And yeah. That's exactly what it mm-hmm. is. You have a finite number of suspects, and everybody has, uh, has secrets. It's always going to be Peter Stormare. It's not... Which we did not I, talk about. I, I've got notes on Arrow that we have not even talked about. Yeah, because you wouldn't stop talking about The Flash. That's what happens, Doug. That's what happens. Okay, okay, okay. Fine. Um, Next week. I'm actually... Lots really, of notes about Arrow. Really enjoying Grace Point. Like I said, I know mm-hmm. I should watch the original British series. I am really enjoying David Tennant being American. I think it's funny. He is a completely and utterly unsympathetic character. He is a dickbag. Knock, knock. Just finish the joke. Knock, knock. Just finish the joke. You have to say who's there. Who's there, fuckboy? Doctor. Doctor who? Correct. (sighs) 
really liking Grace Point with David Tennant, who's okay. my doctor. So, moving on to things... God damn it, Matt Smith is my doctor. Yeah, you total is. cunt. Um, moving on, so you and I both loved How I Met Your Mother, and you were actually the one that got me to watch it for the first time. Really? Oh, yeah. Like, I'm like, this is stupid, this is stupid. You're like, No, barrel through the first half of the first season. No, that's exactly what you said. And what mm-hmm. happened was, you and I had gotten tossed one night over a wine bar. Paris, both, right? Yeah, like I said, we're both catching the bus home, and I get off at my stop, and you keep urging me to get that. And so I went over to the now defunct, like, God, what was it actually called? The DVD, CD store over there at... Like, Colfax and Ogden. I don't remember what it was called now. It's well, Angel- Twisted, not Twisted Shop. No, like I said, it was, it's an Angelo's now. I don't remember what it was called before. Twisted Shop. No, it wasn't Twisted Shop. Twisted Shop's way farther up Colfax. Mm. I'll ask Becky and she'll be like, it was blah, blah, blah. Right. Anyways, but it was it was one of those you can get, you know, used DVDs for cheap. So right. I went there and got like, I think season three of How I Met Your Mother for less than 20 bucks. Season three? Yeah. You jumped on season three? That's what they had and you told me to watch it. You don't even... What? Okay. So I went home. There's a slap bets on season two. I went back and watched everything after okay. I watched that. But like I said, I went home, watched season three, watched all of it. Like, I mm-hmm. binge watched the whole thing, and I'm like, you know what? Fucking sold. Mm-hmm. And as much as I think the end of the series is a bunch of fucking bullshit. They've released it with an alternate ending. Much better. Recently. Much better ending. Yeah. Much better ending. I'm watching The Mother now on a new mm-hmm. series. A to Z. This is going to be a very short topic. Extremely short topic. Suck or not. I'm still on the fence. Okay. It has a lot of things going for it. Mm Mm-hmm. It has a good premise. It has Katie Siegel doing the intro-outro. She does the voiceover. Bob Saget. Daniel Stern. It has a finite period of time to which these two characters are going to date. Oh my god, it's how I met your father. Fuck off. It's not how I met your father. It kind of is. The things I don't like about it, it's generic. The one special thing it has about it is Katie Siegel doing the voiceover. So why watch it? Like I said, I, I don't have a connection to it. I'm like... Alright. I mean, I'm still going to watch it. It is Z? Z. Like I said, I'm still going to watch it because I want to see if they're going to do something special with it. Let's sound through this because I want to see if I can get to my arrow notes. I really want to get to those arrow notes. Let's talk about your arrow notes. Can we? Really? Actually? Yes? Yeah, I'm not totally annoyed with you right now. That's facetious in case you can't see it. Uh. Oh, fuck it. Now I just feel bad. Why? Because I'm going to bring up, like. We're going to bring up uh, Man Versus, dot, dot, dot. We're going to bring up Vertigo. We're going to bring up Ray Palmer. There will always be a Count Vertigo. I am sad that specific Count Vertigo won't be my Count Vertigo because I love that freaking actor. The young guy? No. 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 The season opener Count Vertigo. He's still alive. I thought he killed him. No. He re- no, he doesn't kill. You're right. No, and Pierce Tomer is still alive as the new Count Vertigo. Which we've talked about for a few times. I love him in everything that he does. He's so good when he's slimy. I love him as the devil. I love him as the... And Constantine. Like yep. I, said, I love him as the devil and Constantine. I love him as the weird French guy in Hansel and Gretel. And also in uh, Brothers Grimm. 
I love him as a fucking mob guy in Prison Break. Anytime he's fucking smarmy, I fucking love him. Let's talk about the fact real quick on Arrow. Uh It's season three. Uh We've done, literally, in the main three scenes, the main three themes of literature. Man versus nature. He fights a machine. Man versus nature. Man versus man. Uh-huh. Uh, him versus yeah, yeah, uh, uh, Slade. Yeah. yeah. And then in the season premiere, you see man versus himself. No, I think that's going to be a big... Which I think will be thing. a... Yeah, I think that's going to be the arc. So Is there going to go man versus nature, man versus man, man versus himself? So about Roy. It was so unbelievably satisfying him to see him finally in an actual outfit instead of just a red hoodie and a mask. Becoming Red Arrow or well, Arsenal or whatever. I think it's going to be more Arsenal than it's Speedy. Nah, I, Arsenal uses multiple weapons is a thing. And I don't think that Ollie's okay with using guns. No, Ollie doesn't use guns. No. Um, and I wanted to kind of wrap up on my Arrow 3 rant. Finally. Shut up. With Ray Palmer. Played by Brandon Routh, Superman. I'm glad that he's getting work. Since Zack and Mary make a porno? Yeah. That's right. He was the football star mm-hmm. that was involved with Justin Long and they were super gay. Mm-hmm. Anyways, continue. Um, I'm glad that he's getting work. I'm interested to see what they're going to do. Actually liked, I actually like the idea of him being Ray Palmer and kind of being the... Kind of the, 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 what would you call that? The anti, negative Bruce Wayne? I was going to say anti-Ollie. Anti-Ollie, anti-Bruce Wayne, like where it's like, I have money and I have fun and I'm going to hacker slash stalk people. Okay. I have one caveat on that. So help me God, if he gets into Felicity's panties, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. We'll see. Um, based on the second episode, she chose I'm fine with Palmer. her, no, I'm fine with her working for him. I am not okay with her doing it. Can I just say this? Yes. Real quick. Palmer has to be caught in a lab accident where he becomes the Adam. It has to happen. I learned his bludgeoned myself. Bludgeoned myself. He has to become the Adam. Well, if you don't take it down enough, we're going to end early. That's what I thought. He has to become the Adam. So if you watch the pilot for Marry Me yet, with Kim Marino? Yeah. I, I saw the first couple minutes where uh, it's the really... The botch proposal? Yeah. It's actually pretty cute. Too it's early act- to call no, your it mom? A- it actually might be How I Met Your Mother Good. Really? Yeah. I think you should watch it. Okay. Well, I'm I mean, I like, fan, I like Kim Marino. Of, I'm a big fan of both of the leads and the writers. Who's the female lead in that one? I cannot for the life of me think of her name. What else has she been in? She was played a character called Penny in Happy Endings, which I was a big fan of. Mm, and she married it. one of the main writers from that. Mm-hmm. The writers for that did a season of Community that... We don't like to talk about. No, but it was a pretty... It wasn't a great season, but it was an okay season. It's the fourth season. But like I said, I can't feel like... I think you should watch it, and I think you should give it a chance. Okay. Like I said, I don't think it's too far-fetched. I think it's honest, and I think it's funny. I thought it was very earn- the the scene I saw was very earnest and very funny. Like I said, I thought it was like, both. And I like Cameron now. Yeah, well, yeah, he also. Yeah, 
There's a really awkward scene farther in the pilot where they're, they've been dating for like probably, um, I think about a year, and she goes to do karaoke for Whitney Houston's I Will Always Love You. Mm-hmm. And then she feels the need to specify that she's just singing the song for him. She doesn't necessarily say that because they haven't said it to each other yet. And it's just super awkward. Oh, like it's a flashback to... Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. And it's, it's just one of those things where I'm like, oh, I know people that have had that moment. I did something that I didn't think through all the way, and now I have to talk myself out of it. He has giant hands. Okay, so I've been watching some more of Selfie. This can't last long, uh, either on TV or in this conversation. It's not special. No, it's, it's not, a piece of shit. Like I said, it's not bad, but it's not special. The only I want her to do well. The, no, the only so reason, that she can support me when we eventually get married. Yeah, the only reason I watch it is because of Karen. That's literally the only reason. I want her to make money so and she can support she, me when we get married. Like I said, she looks gorgeous and she acts the role well and she she does great, but it's not special. Piece of shit. You want to talk about some doll wars? Not necessarily. So I recently taught Deb. Uh, we've and talked. And turn. And then on turn, we uh, <laughs> we we've talked about the that I play a tabletop game uh, called Hero Collects, but we called non uh, Doll Wars. Well, because I mean, when you lost your army, I took it upon myself to yeah. rebuild my army, mm-hmm. and you decided that you weren't just satisfied with that. You wanted to see what the characters did. Yeah. What did they do, Deb? Kicked your ass. They didn't kick my ass. Yeah, they did. By the way, Ryan, if you're listening, I'm sorry I didn't realize I was on elevated territory and I could have used my ranged combat to decimate them all. Basically, the non-turn and I boxed you in and I killed you with Ronan the Accuser. Mm-hmm. You won! I was actually going to bring my guys over, but I was like, oh, we're not going to Oh, no, we time. don't have time today. Yeah. Both of us have shit to do after this. So, you've got work. I've got an eye exam. Well, it's work. The eye exam? But still, yes. Um, for my eyelids, I guess. Um, yeah, you won. Like you I said, won playing Doll Wars. The non-turn and I boxed you in. Well, it was my own fault for making myself a target. Well, you really should have played two characters instead of one. I don't know what you were thinking. I just... Had I realized I was on elevated territory and I could have used my ranged combat... I would have actually won that game, I think. I think. Or at least thinned out the herd. <laughs> there are only five players on the board. I could have thinned those out. You want to talk about Phoebe? I've been actually binging on Phoebe. Four eyes and a beard. F-E-A-B. Um, Deb, this has actually brought a very interesting question to my mind in terms of this show. Okay. Weirdly enough... I'd like more Riftastic episodes where we don't have a whiteboard and we just go, I don't know, Batman and how much I hate cats and let's talk about that. Well, maybe when we actually have enough subscriptions, we'll do that. But I like the idea of kind of having a Riftastic episode. We did that in the beginning. It wasn't as interesting. Okay. However, since I'm planning on go, going on vacation in a few months, we can record a spot, or I was going to say a spot, or a fill episode. Uh, yeah. 
Oh, that's just perfect. Yeah. yeah. No, we can totally do that. Great. Is that all you wanted to talk about with Phoebe? Well, that I've been binging on it. It's amazing. No. Hearing, hearing, basically, podcasts, the, mo- the podcast's most well-known second bananas. Yeah. Matt My- Myra and uh, uh, Scott Mosher. Who? Scott Mosher. Dude, good on you. What does that even mean? He's a smart, funny, intelligent man that knows when to combine his talents with somebody else. That sounds like you're just complimenting him on writing Kevin Smith's coattails. Um, complimenting on him. No, I'm complimenting it on him on how to cooperate with people. No, I'll give you that. No, I mean, that. He would have been fine on his own. Kevin Smith's a great match for him. But, I mean, he would have made it on his own. He just, he knows when to collaborate. And that's a phenomenal skill for a person to know. You're like, you know what, I have this great idea, but we can make it even better if it's the two of us, or the three of us, or the four of us. Knowing I when to collaborate is the most beautiful thing you can do. I actually had a breakthrough about uh, this on Dan. About us, actually. What about us? Sorry, go ahead. Is that some kind of weird 80s music reference? No, yeah, but continue. Totally clips of the us. We'll talk about Eastern Europe later. Anyways, continue. <laughs> then I sounded Eastern European. Anyways. I was see. kind of, uh, yeah, I was kind of a Middle Eastern club so, owner on that one. Breakthrough about collaboration? Maybe we should talk about doing a lot of stuff together. Don't we already? Yeah, but you should totally start getting the credit. <laughs> I'm the shaper of ideas and the giver of notes. I'm more of an editor than anything else. Right. But that, you know, um, not in terms of the, the Good Witch novel, which is coming up next month, but in terms of um, a lot of the YouTube stuff, like, it's going to be co-created by. And it's not going to be... Are you trying to tell me I didn't put in work on the Good Witch novel? Yeah, I'm not asking for a co-credit, but I'm just saying. You okay? I, I'm just sticking with you. It's fine. I'm just you. You gave me a lot of monster notes, and you helped me break through a few story ideas, but I wouldn't call that co-written. I said I didn't ask for a co-credit. I know, but in terms of like our YouTube thing, like it's gonna be co-created by. Oh God, so much. It's totally going to be awkward endings with Deb and Doug. Well, and Trivial Matters, and Troll Hunters, and so forth and so on. Well, if we ever get to it, we'll talk about it. But yeah, like, I, I, it, it was one of those where I was like, you know what, like, I thought of myself as kind of a lone maverick. Oh, honey, that's hilarious. I was a one-man wolf pack. No. <laughs> no. I'm making awkward wolf face with my hand and my face. And, and I was like, you know what? Like, it's one of those, like, where I, when I read, like, uh, 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 War of the Kings by, in Marvel Universe or um, the Annihilation Wave, it's, it's uh, DNA, it's, it's Abbott Lanning, and I'm going, well, there's something to that collaboration. And there, there, I talked about this on Damn, where you had Jeff Loeb, uh, and 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 Jeffrey and and Jeff Johns, who did, uh, he's one of the showrunners on Flash. I know. Um, they were all in like a workspace together, and they would bounce ideas off each other. And I'm going, 
Maybe there's something to this collaboration thing? I'm boring on my own. I'm awesome with other people. There's a Doctor Who llama. Which one? Or he's got a cyst. Oh, the one with the fez? Yeah. No. No. Apparently we're just going to no, freeze over our whole it's conversation. it's no Superman. Also in Fall TV, I've been watching a new series called Forever, which combines... We talked about it last week. Sorry, episode three, still not breaking up with it. Really? I don't know. Mr. Fantastic wakes up naked in the lake. Okay, that'd be fine, but it's also a procedural, so I'm like, ooh, a mystery to solve. Yeah, I'm actually really not happy with the glut of let's explain the supernatural scientifically. Oh no, that's, that's not that's even vaguely what this show's about. It's but there's a murderer who did it. Can we be I happy? Know. Who plays Adam, by the way? In what? Forever. Oh god, I can't think of the actor's name. Yeah, you can. It's gonna take me a few minutes. Mm-hmm. It's not Thomas Jane. Nope. Oh, I can see where you get there though on that one. Well, because the. Good body, good face. Oh, except for the scar. I'm with the scar. Yeah. He yeah. might be on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Which I haven't talked it's about. It's all about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh-huh. Better bit on Heroes. I think I'm breaking up with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Quiet you. So he might have been on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. as a reoccurring character. I Might have been on Heroes. No, I'm mentally picturing him. I literally. I think he think can his fly name. in Heroes, right? Yeah, I can't think mm-hmm. of his name. I'm sorry. He might voice Iron Man when Robert Downey Jr. is not available. <sighs> Will you just fucking say it so we can move on? Adrian Pastar. You happy now? I am. Do you want to talk about Gotham? No. <laughs> no, I don't. I fucking hate this Stop. show. Stop! I have neighbors. Gotham. I'm not breaking up with it. Bullock is completely and utterly underused, and the only reason to watch it is the Penguin. You want to talk about a Marvel war, dickbag? Oh my god, yes I do. Have you heard the Marvel news, Dub? Yes, I've heard the Marvel news. Yes, I've heard the Marvel news. Thank you, Daria. Daria. Thanks, Deb. I won't be soothed. That uh, Robert and Jr. I'm not high fiving you on that one. <laughs> Robert and Jr. is joining Captain America three, which I'm really excited about, considering how much I loved Captain America two. And they're setting up Civil War. Guess what that is? I don't know. What does civil mean? Dude, no war can be civil. Hashtag Axel Rose. Oh my um, god, how much Rocky and Bullwinkle have you watched? What? Uh, some? I don't, I don't. There's a joke in a Rocky and Bullwinkle where they keep telling them not to say civil war, to say war between the states. Because no war can be civil. Exactly. So basically, civil war is what we've gone through in this country for the last ten years. It's true. It's security. It's the red-blue. It's security versus freedom. How much can we sacrifice for the other one? Um, there's a superhero registration act. It says every superhuman must be trained, like a gun. And the gun must be registered. Why isn't a superhuman? 
But it's that... It's like the Mutant Registration Act. Yes, actually, it is. But that in the Super, Superhuman Registration Act, you have to unveil your identity. Just bullshit. Security. Versus freedom. Versus freedom. Um, we'll see. There's a lot of talk about how you can't do Civil War without Spider-Man. And there's a lot of legal talk between Sony and Marvel right now. Okay, considering what they've done with Superman, I could... Superman? Uh, sorry, Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. I could do without. Don't give a shit. I... I Don't I give would... a shit about Spider-Man. Spider-Man? I said Spider-Man, but okay. okay. Snyder-Man. I like to think that that's the uh, some dick, no, it's super, just... superhero equivalent of the plumber in uh, Facts of Life. I'd like to think it's some guy that just comes around and makes snide comments about everything they're doing. Snyder-Man. Okay. Um, You've got like a minute and a half to finish up your thoughts about Marvel I War. Don't, I, don't, I don't think they can do Civil War without Spider-Man. I'd like to see the Sony universe, quote-unquote, Overlap with the Marvel Universe. Like, that's great. I'm sorry. Everything they've done with Spider-Man, all five films. I really liked the first Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. I could fucking take or leave the second one. I don't give a fuck about Spider-Man, alright? Nothing they've you done You mean when they it. bounce around the pylons that plays uh, that spider drain song? It's a bit the spider. Oh, honey. Did you notice that? You totally just fucked up that whole thing. Well, like I said, nothing they've done with him has made me interested or care. I was really excited for the second Spider-Man, and then I'm like, eh. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I mean... I mean, I like Dave DeHaan, but... Other than the death... Or Dane DeHaan, like said, Other than them getting right the death of Gwen Stacy... <laughs> the clock stops at 121. Like I said, I'm sorry. You've bored me with Spider-Man. That's right, you made Spider-Man boring. In internet told me I'm wrong. We only have one correction this week. Deb? Tribulation's a real word. I'm a moron. It's totally a word. And mistakes I made this week. Doug, do you have any? I decided to argue with you about Spider-Man on this podcast. I'm sorry. I think it's boring. Everything they've done with him is stupid. The cartoon was freaking better. I want to see him go to Boston the and be Spider-Man. with the Oh, I love 90s Spider-Man. Oh, the Are you kidding Spider-Man. Me? Love 90s Spider-Man. But also, the amazing Spider-Man when he goes to Boston and he's Spider-Man. And he has to That's fight ultimate. against... That's Ultimate. Is it Ultimate? Uh-huh. Not Incredible? Mm-mm. Excuse me. Ultimate, when he goes to Boston, is Spider-Man and has to fight against, like, Plymouth Rock and... Slam Adams. So much more interesting than anything they've done in the five films they had to do it. Five freaking films. You know there's an art at the end of it. Yeah, that's what I said. Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Exactly. The Boston accent is how my child talks. The mistakes I made this Everyone week. Everyone in Boston talks like a toddler. There I said it. it mis- Park my brown car in the parking garage. Get some PBR and some water. Yeah. Spider Man. Hammer? Hammer? I just need a hammer. To nail that nail? How about them apples? Oh, that's. Applesauce, bitch. Apple, <laughs> no. Good while hunting too. Hunting, hunting season. season. Anyways, in mistakes I made this week, I did not realize it was still the 90s in Eastern Europe. 
I don't think I even need to elaborate on that. Because it is. Do we actually have a social contract? Nope. Can we not talk about the Lego movie and or Will Wheaton? Can we try not to either? We didn't say anything about either of them this podcast. High five for us. All right. Well, everything is awesome. Everything's great when you're part of a team. Don't be a dick. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. For more information, visit www.bacnpodcast.com. Your home for almost bacon and banjo!